Thank you for joining us today as Pastor Tim shares the Word of God. Our prayer is that your life will be touched by the Spirit of Almighty God and constant, powerful truths that can be applied to your everyday life. Let's join Pastor Tim with today's message. Well, are you ready to receive the Word today? Turn to Mark chapter 1. I want to welcome you to, a, to the third part in a three-part series. There's power in believing. There's power in believing. Chapter 1 of Mark, verse 14. John was arrested. Jesus went into Galilee where he preached God's good news. Verse 15. The time promised by God has come at last, he announced. The kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins and believe the good news. Believe the good news. The title of this three-part series has been, There's Power in Believing. There is power in believing. And we've been talking about how much power there is in believing. And in our last session, part two, we saw that you can believe bad. You can believe wrong. And the point today is, you can't believe bad and get good results. You can't believe wrong and get right results. Last week, we saw the key in Joshua. Turn to Joshua chapter 1. As you're turning there, we've also talked about Proverbs 23, verse 7. As a man thinketh in his heart, as a man thinketh, so is he. And nobody likes me. I don't fit in. I'm not accepted. I'm not loved. I'm not appreciated. I'm overlooked. Well, I'm just dumb. Well, I can't learn math. Well, I've just never been good at spelling. I can't learn spelling. Well, I'm broke. I'll never have any money. Well, this is just my lot in life. We've been talking about the fact there is power in believing. I want to encourage our parents today. I want you to parent. Parents, you need to parent. And that's not keeping them fed and keeping them out of the street. There's something to parenting. We've got to teach our kids to think biblical about life. So when your kid comes in and says, nobody likes me, don't side in with your kid. Go down to the school and jerk them out and go put them in a school where somebody likes them. What you do is you teach, now hold on, let's talk about this fact. What is it, nobody likes you? Now, is that what God says? Is that what God's Word says? Well, I'm not accepted. Oh, well, now, let's just talk about that a minute. Is that what the Bible says about you? Is that what God's Word says? About Parents, you got to parent. And you are very instrumental in teaching your kids to think biblical Instead of think after the world's way of thinking, that is clearly not working. Train up a child in the way he should go. That doesn't mean take him to church. That doesn't mean get him in Sunday school class. That means as a parent, you train them up and get them to think biblical about every issue. Because there's power in believing. And when your kid, that teacher down there gave me an F. Well, I'll go down there and straighten it out. When you side in with unbiblical thinking, when you side in with wrong thinking, what hope has the kid got? 
You're going to come down here and straighten everything out. No, what you're going to do is you're going to teach your kid to think biblical. You know, now here's what God's Word says. It's in giving, you receive. What are you giving? What of your, are you doing? What part of this are you investing in? See, God gave His people a blessed land to live in. It says a land that flowed with milk and honey. That means it just was blessed. It worked for them. Whatever you do for a living, it just flows for you. God has that life for you. It just flows. But the people chose, it says, to believe a bad report. They did not believe the good news. They believed the bad news. Joshua chapter 1, verse 7. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Don't deviate them from turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Verse 8. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. To prosper and succeed in all you do, you meditate the Word day and night. For a long time in my life, I missed that. Because I did not have time to sit in a lazy boy, drink coffee, and read the Bible all day. I had to work. So that evidently is for somebody who can sit around and read the Bible all day. That's not for me. I don't know how I missed who God was telling that to. But Joshua was not going to sit around in a lazy boy and drink coffee and read the Bible all day. He was leading in battle day in and day out. You're talking about getting up early and staying late and working for a living. That was Joshua. He wasn't saying you sit around and read the Bible all day. He was saying you think biblically about every situation, day or night, Saturday night, Friday night, Sunday morning, day and night, you think biblical about every situation. I miss that. Are you thinking biblical about every situation? Young people, look at some of those that you are hanging with. They don't have a job. They don't have an education. They're not training themselves to make themselves more valuable to an employer. They've been kicked out of school. They make all F's on the report card. Here's what I'm telling you. You better not meditate what they're saying. You start meditating what they're saying, and you will have the same results in your life they've got in their life. God told Joshua, if you want to prosper and succeed, think about life like God thinks about it. You better think about life like God thinks about life. Now, we've been talking about 24-7 news channels that are filling us with bad news. But I want to let you know our entertaining channels, just our sitcoms, are entertaining and we're laughing and we're thinking it's funny, and they're giving a lifestyle that is not God's lifestyle. Here's what I want you to write down today. There is no new normal. God hadn't fallen off His throne. God hadn't changed His standards. And there is no new normal. 
There is no new normal. There's not a new normal family. There's not a new normal home. There's not a new normal marriage. It's still the same as it has always been. You be careful and not be conformed to this world's way of thinking, or you will get the unhappiness that this world is getting in their life. Look around and see. It's not working for you, big boy. Now, how much hell are you going to enjoy before you see this ain't working for me? Nothing I am doing is working for me. To all our young people, I want, to have, I want you to give me your full attention. All of our young people in here, I want you to listen to me. Don't get sucked in to this wave, this tsunami of wrong thinking. Well, Tim, everybody, you're going to have to accept it because everybody thinks this way. Then everybody is going to be miserable. Here's what I am telling you. Young people, it won't work. I don't care how many people are thinking it. Two men and two women will not produce fruit. Well, everybody, I, everybody can think what they want to think. Two men will not produce fruit, and you can know that. All of us choosing and being in the same bathroom won't be safe for our young girls. Uh, d- d- you need to know that. It w- that won't work. Choosing your gender will not raise strong families. It will not produce strong homes. And choosing your own gender will not keep a nation strong and safe. Young people, in our church, I want you to hear. When the national anthem is played, I don't care who your hero is, you stand up. There's too many scriptures in the Bible for me to read about honor. About honor. And if you think you've got a problem with the way America is doing things, sit down with me. I can a hundred times the problems. I know more about problems in our government than you ever thought about knowing. I know about problems. I know about decisions we're making that is not right. I know about directions that we're taking that is not right. I know a bu- I've got a bunch of fault with the way America is going, and we're all in here as Americans working on that. But here's what I'm telling you. The Bible is clear about honoring who honor is due. And when men and women have laid their life down for our freedoms, you're going to stand up and put your heart hand over your heart. We're going to do what the Bible says to do. And the Bible's clear about honoring people. It's very clear about honoring. And I don't care if you disagree. I disagree too. There are a lot of things that I disagree with, but you don't stop honoring. You, I don't agree with your mom. I don't agree with your dad. Let me tell you, your dad is dead wrong. But the Bible says honor your father and mother and it will go well with you. It doesn't say whether they're right or wrong. See, there's a sense of honor, young people, that you will have to walk in or you will not be successful, and you will not prosper in the land that you live in. You operate biblical. You are, everybody in here, 25 and under, stand up. Let's give all these a big hand. Everybody 25 and under, stand up. Look in here. Absolutely. Y'all can be seated. 
There's not many churches anywhere that have this many 25 and under in their church. We're proud of you. We're blessed because of you. And you will be the ones that lead America into the next generation and bring America back to biblical foundation that we were founded on. There's power in believing. There's power in believing. And what this culture is believing is powerful enough to damage lives. It's going to wreck lives. It will wreck homes. It will wreck families. It will destroy relationships. I'm telling you right now, sitting down during a national anthem, choosing your own gender, redefining marriage, won't keep America strong and safe and free and productive. It won't work. God tells Joshua, you want to be prosperous? You want to be successful? then you're going to have to think God's thoughts all the time. You're going to have to think God's thoughts all the time. And I have yet to find anywhere in Scripture where God tells me to turn over a police car and loot somebody's business and that that will create prosperity and success in my own life. If you want prosperity and you want success, then you won't be out looting somebody's business. It won't work. Well, you don't believe how much I stole last night. Check with me in five years and let me know how it's working for you. Yeah, you know how much money I did selling drugs. Check with me in five years and let's see how it's working for you. It will not work for you. Write that down. It won't work. America did not become America with enough wealth. Let me tell you. America has been blessed, abundant by God. To have the wealth in this society to pay somebody $10 million a year for throwing a football, that's wealth. That's flowing with milk and honey, baby. I'm talking about flowing with milk and honey. It's wealth that we have been blessed with. And that has happened because of America being America. Now, if you don't like America and what it stands for, then go play football in Afghanistan, in Turkey, in Iraq. Go play football in Haiti. Go play football in India. Go play football in Cuba and see how that works for you. I don't care who your hero is. You stand up and put your hand over your heart and thank God for His blessings on America. Young people, you got to look at the happiness level in people's lives. Look at the joy in their life. Look at the prosperity in their life as you go out and hang with your buddies and y'all are looting and you're out here riding and you're out here marching. Look at what that is producing in the lives of the people who are doing it and look at the havoc that it's creating in people's lives. Here's the point. If you'll meditate day and night you will have their thoughts. And you will have their life. I tell you, those teachers down at that school, I'm sick of They ain't telling me what. Parents, don't side with your kids' wrong thinking. I'm sick of that school. Me, that teacher gave me an F. Parents, don't side with wrong thinking. It's in giving you receive. How much giving did you do to your homework? 
How much giving did you do to the teacher in the assignment? Because the level of giving you do to your assignment will determine the grade you get and ain't nobody gave you nothing. I'll tell you right now, I'm not working for $7 an hour. Don't side in with your kid and say, yeah, I wouldn't either. What you say to your kid is, son, you're not worth $5 an hour. Go kiss the man for offering you 7 I live with you. I know you. Go to work for $5 an hour, and in two or three years, you may be worth $7 an hour. Oh, my God, I ain't worth $7 an hour. Go work for $2 an hour. And learn how to work, learn how to think, learn how that business operates. In a few years, buy it from him. And then pay yourself however much you want to pay yourself. Come on, parents, parents. Clearly, your kids are going to think unbiblical. The last thing is we need you thinking unbiblical. Parents, don't side with unbiblical thinking in your kids. Teach your children to think biblical about every issue. Young people, you need to take a note of your friends and the life that they are living. Before you hang with them and meditate what they're saying, they've been kicked out, they've been fired, the police is after them, their life is unraveling, they're not living blessed, they're not living in joy, and you're going to adopt their thinking? Here's what I want you to know. The student that says, yes ma'am, I'm sorry, I'll study harder. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I'll work harder next time. That's the one that makes the good grades. That's the one that gets the raises. That's the one that gets the promotions. That's the one that will be living in a land flowing with milk and honey. Now, you can live worried about the police raiding your house, or you can live in a blessed land. That choice is up to what you believe. This isn't a sermon today. This is a way to prosper and succeed. Because if you meditate the word day and night, then you will prosper and succeed in all that you do. Here's what you need to know. There's power in believing. There's power in believing. And to get God's results, that's a blessed life. God didn't create anybody to be cursed. God created you to be blessed. And to live a life that flows with milk and honey, life just works for you. You got a good home, you got a good family life, you got good friends, nobody's after you, nobody's chasing you, you're just happy, you go down, lay down to sleep and not have sleep with one eye open, you're living a blessed life. To do that, you've got to think God's thoughts. Everybody here today, I want you to know, I want you to know, Christianity is not going to church occasionally when the weather's too bad to play golf. Christianity is daily meditating the Word, day and night. Well, Tim, and I hear this on a weekly basis, if not a daily basis. I am told where our culture is going. I am told. I'm told by other pastors what I'm going to have to adopt and what I'm going to have to accept and where we're going to have to change. Listen, I'm doing everything I can to keep this church progressive and moving forward. I never in a million years thought I'd stand in front of people with my shirt tail tucked out and I'm still embarrassed about it. <laughs> you don't tuck your shirt out, you tuck it in. But I'm doing everything I can to keep us in a progressive frame of mind here 
while we make sure that we stay on a foundation that doesn't move. On a foundation that doesn't move. And I'm hearing, well, Tim, you're going to have to accept it. You're going to have to come to where you agree and like it because that's where this culture is going. Tim, here's what I'm telling you. You are going to fool around and lose your 501c3 status. And here's what I want to make an announcement today. They can't take our 501c3 status. I give it to them because I don't care. We're going to preach the Word of God in this church. And that is if every pastor and every church in the world adopts a new normal, this church will be preaching the Word of God. This church will be meditating the Word of God and preaching the Word of God and will not be threatened to come and adopt a new lifestyle because we believe God's Word remains true. And it is throughout generation to generation. And here's what you can know. If you're in this church, you'll stand when the Pledge of Allegiance and you'll stand when the National Anthem is played if I'm in the building. Well, there's freedom of speech. You won't have to talk, neither will I. <laughs> there's a sense of honor. There's a sense of respect that our young people in this church are going to operate in. The Bible's clear. The Bible's clear on what causes prosperity and what causes success. There's power in believing. And I'm not going to let our young people believe what will take them out. I'm not going to let our young people get sucked in to a neat, fun ideology because I've read there's a way that seems right, but it leads to death. Go to 2 Timothy. I think everybody knows this. I want to make sure you do. Just go to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. It's over in the back. It's after the ones in the Bible that don't say 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All Scripture is inspired by God. See, God said, Joshua, if you want to be successful and if you want to prosper, you're going to have to meditate on the Scripture. you got to meditate the Scripture. All Scripture is inspired by God. And then it gives us six things that the Scripture is useful for. And not one of those is Sunday school material. Not one of those is text for a wild-eyed preacher. Here's six things things that 2 Timothy says the Scripture does. Number one, it teaches you what's true. Number two, it makes you realize what is wrong in your life. Number three, it corrects you when you're wrong. I talk to pastors on a regular basis that are scared spitless of offending anybody in their church. And they don't know how to take it when I reply, I plan on, I fully expect to offend everybody in my church. And I hope, dear Lord, I hope I don't ever preach a sermon that does not offend the flesh. I don't ever, because see, if you're preaching the Bible, you will leave corrected. Oh, my goodness, I thought wrong. 
Oh my goodness. If you go to a church that makes you feel good every time you go, then they're not preaching the Bible. Because the Bible correct. See, wow, I didn't know that was wrong. I got to make changes. I stand corrected. I've been parenting wrong. I want you to leave today and think to yourself, I've been parenting wrong. I'm going to go home and start parenting different. I want you to leave today and think, you know what? I've been thinking wrong. I'm going to go home and think different. You know what? In the break room, I've been letting my mouth go on and on. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen today. I've been joining right in with the world. And you know what? This week, I've got to make a change in our break room at my office. See, I expect to offend you every time you come because that's what the Word does. It offends the flesh. It corrects us. It shows me where I'm wrong. Now, let's read on verse 4. It teaches me what to do right. So you leave here not offended and mad. You leave here corrected and changed. You leave church not offended and quitting church, but you can't wait to get back at the next service to find out another area that you've been wrong in. It teaches us to do what's right. Number five, it prepares us. And number six, it equips us. That's a good thing. That's a positive thing. The word meditate, God tells Joshua, meditate means ponder, hold it in your mind. The Christian life is holding God's word in your mind day and night. Psalms 86, 11, teach me thy way, O God. It doesn't matter to me, church. Well, Tim, this is the way our culture is going. This is the way America is thinking. If every church, if every pastor folds, then this church will have to be the only church in America that still preaches biblical truth. You can leave Christian Ministries Church, and you can come back years later, and you'll still find us preaching biblical truth. We're not wavering from that. I don't care who votes what. God's Word is what we will be meditating on night and day. And here's another thing. You'll find me and those members of this church prospering and being successful in everything they do. We will, as a church body, you as an individual member in this church, will prosper and you will succeed in everything that you do. It's a result. It's the result. This generation thinks that they can believe one thing and have consequences of another. We believe that there are no consequences. Here's what you need to know. There are consequences in life. And there are consequences to right believing. And there are consequences to wrong believing. And you're not lucky. And you're not one of the unlucky ones. You are reaping the consequences of wrong believing. There is power in believing. There's power for severe consequences. And I want severe consequences in my life. Severe prosperity and severe abundance. I'm looking for severe consequences. And I'm telling you, there are severe consequences of pain and hurt and anguish and misery out here. Hebrews 13, 4, here's what it says. Give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. And God will judge the people who are immoral. That's what Hebrews 13 says. I believe marriage. And I have consequences in my life 
for my belief. The consequences in my life for believing Hebrews 13.4, I don't have AIDS. The consequences in my life for believing Hebrews 13.4 is, I don't have to grab the phone before Terry, my wife, grabs it. Whenever I get a text message, I hand the phone to her while I'm driving and say, read that to me. That's the consequences of believing 13.4 of Hebrews. If you believe marriage is between man and man, a woman and her dog, a man and three other people, a man and five other, six other people, if you believe, there's power in that believing. And we live in a fallen world, and what they believe will produce fallen, disastrous results in your life. If you want prosperity and success, then here's what you'll do. You'll meditate the Word day and night. Day and night. Parents, pass this on to your kids. I don't care what everybody thinks. I don't care what everybody believes. So when they come home and say, well, Dad, everybody, well, every... Son, we live in a fallen world. And everybody thinks wrong until they come to the saving knowledge of Jesus and until they wash their mind with the Word. True enough, everybody on the playground is saying that, but because you know a different way. Because, see, you understand. You understand what has happened for you. Then you believe a way that will lead your life into prosperity and into success. And you lead your child's thinking in the right way. Lead your child's thinking in the way they should go. Well, Tim, I believe it's okay for me to. Here's what you need to know. There's power in that belief. There is power in that belief. There's power in that belief to get you kicked out of school. There's power in that belief to get you fired. There's power in that belief to get your wife leaving you. There's power in that belief for you to contract AIDS and die a miserable death. There's consequences for what you believe. There's power in believing. Jesus said in Mark chapter 1, believe the good news. Believe the good news. Joshua 1.8, you will enjoy success in all that you do. Psalms 1-2, whatever you do will prosper. Psalms 1-19-97, you will be wiser than all of your enemies. Psalm 6, Psalm 63 verse 5, you will be filled with joy. 1 Timothy 4-13, your success will be obvious to everybody. Psalms 119-9, you will, you will have victory. Proverbs 22-17, you will be able to give wise counsel to the foolish. Meditate and believe the Word of God day and night. Day and night. For the last two Sundays, I've read Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 through verse 14. As I stand here today, I want to make sure that all of the members of this church know beyond a shadow of a doubt the way this world goes or the way this culture goes is not the way this church is going to go. The way this church is going to go is meditating the Word Day and night. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 3. Say it out loud with me. My town, my job will be blessed. My children and my work will be blessed. All I produce will be blessed. What I put my increase in will be blessed. Wherever I go, whatever I do will be blessed. The Lord will conquer my enemies. 
the Lord will guarantee a blessing on my savings account. Verse 11, I will prosper in this land. I will have an abundance. God will bless all the work that I do. I'm the head. I'm not the tail. I'm on top. I'm not on bottom. I'll never turn. I'll never turn. Come on, I'll never turn from the worship of God. Mark chapter 1, Jesus said, believe the good news. I want you to know there's power in believing. Y'all stand. Lord, today we as a church lock our arms and focus our minds on believing your word. Lord, that each member of this church experiences great prosperity and great success and is overcome with a sense of joy as we walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We hope that you have been blessed, encouraged, and motivated by today's message. If you are interested in more messages by the pastors at CM Church, please log on to our website at www.cmchurch.com and click on our podcast link. You can also purchase series and other messages at our online store.